Hello, welcome to my final roundup of the year of 2020, which makes it December. The games this month were Just Cause 4, Rocket Arena and Worms Rumble for PS4 and PS5. So I'll start as usual with Just Cause 4. The game takes up 60.1 gigabytes on the PS4. It is developed by Avalanche Studios and I had never played a Just Cause game before. I had got one on a previous month that I haven't tried yet. It was actually Just Cause 3 which was given on PS Plus in August 2017. So if you've had PS Plus for a few years like I have, maybe you already have this game in your library too. But it's not one that I ever installed or ever tried. All I knew was that it's open world and there was carnage. That's kind of what I expected from it. I thought it was an open world sandbox where you could just kind of cause chaos and do what you wanted. I had no idea there was an actual story behind it. So that was a bit of a surprise when I first started it up and the tutorial was like a, this whole story mission. Honestly, I did not like the intro at all. It just kind of left this bad taste. Like, I don't know why, because it's not as if it was like bad. It just wasn't good, in my opinion. It didn't feel like a representation of what the game was going to be, which, I mean, fair enough, it doesn't have to be. But if people are going to pick up your game and try it for an hour, you want to kind of give them an impression of what the rest of the hours are going to be that they spend playing that game. Whereas the whole first mission, if I was just playing it myself, maybe I wouldn't even have got past it because I just didn't really like it. Once I got past that bit though, I actually started to understand a little bit more what the game was about. And I kind of enjoyed it a lot more, especially the world opened up a little bit. The environment was different. So instead of it being night in this just place what felt really standard action place instead we got into this colorful world where it was like vibrant and quite alive you know and I also just felt like it was set in a place where games aren't usually set or at least games that I haven't played so it kind of drew me in quite quickly after the beginning bit was over I really liked the voice acting and the variety and the diversity and that is actually the part of it that held my interest the most. Something that I didn't like at all really were the controls. They were so strange, they just felt really janky. Sometimes I would be aiming my gun and I would want to shoot at something and I couldn't shoot. The climbing was really weird, it was like you could climb up to a place but then if you'd missed the place that you wanted to be it was a little bit hard to readjust anything. Um, it just all felt very, a little bit unpolished. But on the other hand, there were some cool concepts. Like I really liked our grapple gun thing. Um, I liked the way that we could use it not only to get around, but other ways too, like to pull things away from things or pull things to things. And I, I liked the idea that you could use it in other ways. There was plenty of ammo, there was plenty of weapons and stuff. So many, in fact, that I didn't really get to try very many because we were totally overrun with weapons that we didn't quite need just yet. But maybe eventually you will need more. I mean, the way that the story was going, yes, you will need more eventually. <laughs> but I, I really just enjoyed the cutscenes. It was, I mean, 
I don't mean in an amazing storytelling way. It was cheesy as all hell. But it was like, I don't know, it was fun. If you take it lighthearted, I was like, I could get into this. The world looked massive as soon as we didn't really get to explore very much. But as soon as it started opening up, I was like, whoa, there is a lot of world here to discover. And once we got to the end of the time that we spent with the game, we found out that you can kind of expand your way through the world, take over territories and stuff. And that's what the game is. Also mixed in with story missions and I guess side missions too. But it's all going to lead to kind of taking over that map. Which I think is a really cool concept. It's nothing new. But just based on the size of the map too. I was like this is a lot. But I guess it needs to be a lot. Because of the different ways of traversal that we had. You needed plenty of space to be able to use it. Overall, I think it's a good PS Plus game because I don't think it's like a great game. But it's a good game to get on PS Plus where maybe maybe you were a little bit curious but you were never going to buy it. That's the kind of game that I would put this into. And it kind of delivers on what you would expect. Um, I can't judge it too much because I didn't play that much of it. But I was a little bit disappointed. But also it delivered in areas that I didn't expect. So... I definitely think it's worth judging it for yourself, especially if you can get past my crappiness on the controls because maybe maybe it wasn't the game, maybe it was me, I don't know. Next is Rocket Arena. This takes up 11.1 gigabytes and is developed by Final Strike Games. It's an online like 3v3 multiplayer game and I actually really liked it. I mentioned in my video that I would really like to play with this with some friends. So why haven't I asked them? <laughs> you know what I mean? I really enjoyed the time that I spent with it, but I haven't been like, oh, I need to get back to that. The movement was fun. I like the different characters having different movesets and different styles and stuff. That was fun. I like the fact that there's different games that you can play. It's not just like death matches, but there's just something that isn't drawing me back and I don't know what it is. There were kind of a few complaints about this game being a PS Plus game this month because a lot of people expect it's actually more like a free game. It should be a free to play game. And I kind of understand what they're saying. I'm not going to lie. It's like, it's a game that relies on its player base and it hasn't got anything that unique to draw people in. So if it was free to play, at least you could have a few goals on it with your friends, all of your friends, see how you all like it and then you can invest if you want to buy season passes or whatever. Or cosmetics. But the fact that it's just a few quid, usually, means that maybe it limits people that were gonna play it. Obviously this is, I'm talking about PS Plus game, but again, not all my friends have PS Plus, so that can be a hard sell and I understand that people are a little bit disappointed because it does kind of feel like it could be a free-to-play game. Having said that though, I had so much fun. What I didn't like about it was that I wasn't exactly sure what kind of games I was playing. It mentioned about computer-generated AI and stuff, fighting against those. It felt like we were fighting against real people, but I wasn't on competitive mode because you had to play a certain amount of games in order to open competitive mode. Which again, I think is fine because it stops people joining in without actually having any idea what to do and spoiling other people's games who maybe do know what to do. I get that. 
But I still am not sure what I was playing. Was I playing against real people? Because they had names. Or was I playing against bots? <laughs> still have no idea. I did find it fun just trying out the different characters, finding a one that I liked and playing a few games with it and feeling myself improving a little bit. And I just like the concept of like blowing each other away. <laughs> I found it quite funny. <laughs> and then the different games, like I enjoyed the one where we had to capture the bombs. That's not what it was, but like where there was areas of the map that we had to capture and then best three out of five or something would win. I enjoyed that game. There's a nice bit of variety. I also enjoyed the aesthetics. I enjoyed the style. I just thought it was all around nice. I liked it. But for whatever reason, I haven't asked my friends to play it. It's weird. I'd love to know anyone else's opinions on that game because I don't know what it is. I want to give it a glowing recommendation. I did enjoy it, but hmm, just never went back to it. And finally, the last game of 2020 PS Plus is Worms Rumble. It is available on PS4 and PS5. I only played it on PS4 because I don't have my PS5. Yeah, I get that on Christmas Day. It takes up 5.95 gigabytes on the PS4. I do not know if that's different on the PS5. And it is developed by Team17, who I, I, I like Team17. I'm a little bit of a fan. I had already played the open beta of Worms Rumble, so I kind of had an idea already going into it what it was going to be like. In fact, I had a pretty good idea, so during the open beta, I played a little bit of solo and then we played squads and we had the best time. It was so much fun. We were absolutely crap at the beginning of it and then by the end, we like rose to the top. It was such a fun stream. If you would like to see that, it is available on my YouTube channel or on Twitch, wherever you like to consume your content. Uh, it was a really fun one. But this time I did it more as just a look at the game. I thought we could kind of see what's new upon release rather than in the beta. And I could just show some of the solo stuff because I didn't actually explore that very much when I streamed it the first time. So it's a battle royale. It is not a standard Worms game. Or it can also be like a deathmatch game. So... The thing what makes it unique is the fact that it is kind of a 2D side-scrolling battle royale which doesn't make a lot of sense in my head but it works and it's not fully 2D neither. It is 3D 2D or 2D 3D. <laughs> it's really hard to describe but it's really cool. I like it a lot. So ways that I can describe this game that differentiate it from different battle royale games it is extremely fast paced. It is very, very, very fast paced. You will play, I think you play with about 30 people maybe. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, there will be crates all about. You can, you will start with a weapon and then you can go and find a crate. In your crates, you might get basic weapons. You might get crazier weapons, different types of grenades. You've got all your classic worms weapons in there. And then you will also get potentially something to aid you moving about like a grapple gun which I could not use at all or a, par uh, a parachute a jetpack which is great but limited use and then obviously healing and armor items too so it's also the same as other battle royales in the sense that you've got your map and then as time goes on 
certain sections will get filled full of poison gas. So you have got to make your way into the clean sections. And then eventually, at least in the open beta, the whole map ended up full of this poison gas and it just came down to who had the most health at the end type of thing. Um, I can't tell you if that's still the case because I never got that far <laughs> in, this, um, in this session. And then for movement, you can jump, you can kind of bounce off walls, you can roll. You have your baseball bat too. There are vents that you can climb in that people can't see from the outside and you can only see when you're inside it, which is really nice for just a bit of variety, a bit of navigation and a bit of tactics too. Um, it honestly doesn't sound like much, but I can't even describe how surprisingly fun it is. Like if you have this game, I highly recommend giving it a go. It is very, very fun. The The trouble with the PS4 or PS5 version, the console version, is it's very difficult to aim, I found. So on the PC, I think you have kind of like a free aim with your mouse. Whereas on console, you are using the analog sticks to aim. So you are on a swivel and you can only kind of move in an arc shape, whereas on a PC, you can kind of move anywhere you want. I don't think it's game breaking at all, but it does make it a little bit difficult, I think. And especially if you're playing with crossplay, maybe you'll be in a bit of a disadvantage. I'm not sure. It makes the aiming slower. I think that's the best way to describe it. But yeah, just for a little bit more detail, the longest squad battle royale match that we had lasted like six and a half minutes. So you can easily jump in and if you're lucky, you might last six and a half minutes, or if not, it's guaranteed to be quicker than that. You may last 10 seconds. That has also happened to me. Also, if you want a little bit more guaranteed extended play where you can practice and learn the game more, after you've done the tutorial, you also have the deathmatch version where you can just keep respawning. Uh, so they are actually, I tried them both. They have very different vibes. The deathmatch version, is like a little bit more guns blazing, a little bit more chill in a sense because you know you're gonna come back. You have to strategize a lot more in the battle royale version. People are more aware that they're gonna die. <laughs> Whereas in the deathmatch version, it doesn't really matter. Like, I might die, but I'll take you with me type of thing. They're both fun in their own way. And again, deathmatch is good for learning how to play the game, being a bit bold, just having fun and then battle royale is if you want to try something a bit different i guess see if you can win but still in my opinion squads are where it's really at you can have a three player squad or you can have a pair and then someone else will like a random will join your squad and it's just so much fun <laughs> you can do friendly fire especially when you're grenades so you do have to be careful but it is like it just adds like, there is teamwork and communication, and I guess that's the same in any Battle Royale, but I just haven't played many in squads, and of the ones that I have played, this has been my favourite. On top of that, obviously, you've got all your cosmetics, and it does have the nostalgia of Worms, even though it's absolutely nothing like a Worms game. It's really bizarre. I just want to highly recommend, because people were very 
disappointed again just at this month in general but I would say give it a go please give it a go make your own judgment because it's surprisingly fun I've said that a few times and that's how I'm going to end that section it is surprisingly fun <laughs> and that is every game of 2020's PS Plus tried and played and had an opinion on by me <laughs> I really hope that you enjoyed if you did, please let me know. I really, really enjoyed doing this series. I am, of course, going to be continuing into 2021. I'm really excited to see what is going to be given during that year. If I've counted correctly, we have had around 31 or 32 games this year. And since we're only promised like two a month, that's some pretty good going, I think. It's really easy to be disappointed in the month if it's games that you don't want to play or games that you don't like, games that you already own. But when you look at the bigger picture, that's a lot of games. I mean, that's, depending on what you paid, you could be paying like a quid a game, basically. I always think it's worth claiming all of the games, even if you don't think you're going to like them, because you never know when it's going to come up. For example, I got Dead by Daylight years ago on PS Plus. Never, ever thought that that would be the type of game that I would play. But I just started playing it with some friends this year and we are having like the time of our lives. It's so much fun. So my advice, every game that they give us, claim it and then maybe eventually you will play it even though you don't think that you would at this moment because tastes change, times change, people change. It's so worth it when they're giving us these games. They gave us a few bonus games just randomly as well. Like they gave us Erica one month when we were only supposed to be getting two games but they just threw it in for whatever reason I don't know if it was a celebration I think it yeah I think it was a celebration right of 10 years of PS plus maybe something like that and then they also threw in a VR game one month firewall zero hour which I still haven't played because I don't have anyone to play it with none of my friends have a PSVR However, I claimed it and then maybe if anyone gets it in the future, I think that even looks like a fun one that I would never have bought that I would actually like to try with friends if I could. Overall, it did feel like it was getting a little bit repetitive with the types of games we were getting. For example, we did seem to get a lot of third person action. We did seem to get a lot of first person shooters. I always feel the sports games or the racing games feel a little bit repetitive. But overall, when you look at like the full picture we did actually get quite a few different games my biggest complaint is I still really miss the days when we would get like six games a month but there was a few indie games in there a few little weird games that you'd never heard of I miss that because you would find little things and maybe you would only play them once but that's okay it was always like cool to see oh what's gonna be next something that you couldn't actually predict but you can't have everything right and we'll see how PS Plus goes for the next year because I don't know if they're going to keep adding more games to the PS Plus collection. That would be pretty sweet. I don't know if they're going to keep trying to add big games to the monthly games. If they're going to keep it up as three a month forever. What, like one PS5 game and two PS4. Obviously they're not going to do that forever actually because they'll eventually want to phase out the PS4 games right? Even though we have... A bit more options when it comes to backwards compatibility now than we used to. It's just really interesting. I don't know where PS Plus is going to be this time next year. Like last year, I 
didn't think anything would really change. However, now that they've introduced PS Plus Collection and with the way that, say, Xbox Game Pass is and the way that there are so many free games out there now, different ways to get free games like Epic and everything like that, PlayStation have to stay on top of their game, right? To keep people here. So I'm very interested to see where it goes. I can't even predict what kind of PS5 games we're going to get because there aren't that many yet. (laughs) But to cap this off, I am going to maybe make some predictions of games that I think we could get next year. I did this last year too. I think I should have checked what I actually said, but I think Bioshock was one of them. Other than that, I don't actually remember. But next year, I'll check up on this one. (laughs) And then we can see whether I got anything right. So, first guess. Hitman 2. We've got Hitman 3 coming out soon. I would really like them to give me Hitman 2. And they're given an update of them all in VR. I really... I never did any more of the Hitman game other than what I did for PS Plus last year I would really like to go through that game for the first time in VR I would like for them to give us Hitman 2 and then I would maybe potentially think about buying Hitman 3 for the VR update and just because it also got me hyped when I saw the trailer another prediction potentially hopefully Horizon Zero Dawn would be a one that I would really like It's one that I haven't played. It's not on the PS Plus collection. Obviously, there's a sequel coming up. I think it would be a really great pick. I'm going to say that there definitely will not be God of War because it's already on the PS Plus collection. And if they did give a game that was on the PS Plus collection, I would be very disappointed. However, they could do like some upgrades. Like, for example, they could do Iceborne for Monster Hunter. Actually, that's the only one that I can think of right now. But base Monster Hunter is on PS Plus collection. If I wanted to play the rest, I would have to buy the rest. So that is another way they could boost their collection even more, I guess. I would still like to see more indie games. I'd like more story games. Games I would like to see on there are like games like Firewatch. Life is Strange 2, maybe? I, I mean, this is now me projecting my own wish list into what I predict is gonna come onto PS Plus. But we did have a year before where we got a ton of Telltale games and a ton of episodic story games. And then we didn't really get any this year. And there's been a few more since then. So I wouldn't mind seeing some of those coming out for us. Honestly, other than that, it's really hard to guess. Probably some some more new releases. Like we had Fall Guys this year. We had Worms Rumble. They both were new releases as they, like, they were literally launched on PS Plus. I think that proves very successful for the online multiplayer games. We also have to remember that this is an online multiplayer service. So there are going to be more multiplayer games. No doubt there'll be another COD. (laughs) Because there always is. Maybe two. Because there usually is. There'll be racing games. There'll be sports games. But overall, I'm here for the variety. Give me the variety. That is my wish list. And on that note. Let's end this. I'm going to be making a couple more bits of content for PS Plus for the end of the year. I'm going to be making a highlight reel of my favourite moments of all of the games that I've played, which should be a fun one. And I'm going to make a top 10 of my top 10 games of the year for PS Plus. We've had some actual bangers. I'm really looking forward to it. 
So thank you anyone that's listened, that's watched, that supports me. I have had a ridiculous amount of growth on my channel this year. Well, maybe not ridiculous in some terms, but in my terms, it's unbelievable. So thank you everyone that has supported me. I have had the best time. I can't wait to do it all again. Have a great Christmas, have a great new year, and I will see you in January 2021, which will hopefully be a better year, and we will play some more games. Thank you so much. Bye.